What's up, everybody? It's Saturday. Is it the 29th or 30th? It doesn't matter. Who cares? But so, um, I'm with one of my best buddies from high school. What's going on? Paul, say what's up. This So what's people up? people always ask me, they're like, um, you know, people are like, oh. And when I say people, I mean like maybe one person in my life. Uh-huh. They say, oh, you know, how'd you get funny and stuff? Or are you the funniest guy of all your friends? And I always say, no. The funniest guy is Paul ha! from high school. <laughs> and... It's hard, like, to uh, put this in perspective. But in high school, we called you P. Murder. That's right. Because I murder the mic. <laughs> Is that how you got that? <laughs> I thought you got that name. I from, got it from C. Yeah, C. Murder, because yeah. he went to jail at That's the time. That's exactly what But I'll never forget, we had science class together in ninth grade. And mm-hmm. you, you killed. Oh my like, gosh, that's right. I you, forgot. you were like the stand-up comic of that class, right? Yeah, that's why I failed, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I didn't do much better, but you put the tin foil in your teeth, and this is how you kill oh, at fourteen yeah. years old. You know, we were fourteen. It sounds stupid now, but when you're fourteen, you had the class in the, stitches because you gum like gum wrapper. You I put used the to take gum, a yeah, gum wrapper in your teeth. You had you took Rachel Osilis's bandana and put it tied it around your head like Tupac, and then you buttoned uh, your uh, top button on your like button down shirt like a cholo. That's right, cholo. And you used to go yo pink pink murder. Yeah, <laughs> and the whole class <laughs> would crack up, man. Yeah, and I've never seen I don't think anybody kill so hard in my life. I really. could get the teacher every once in a while too. Yeah, you did. I don't know. They didn't like. But me. she kicked you out a lot too, though. Yeah, oh, those are the days, dude. What's been going on, man? I'm working, married, got kids. You know, how many living kids? the American dream? Three girls and a boy. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a blessing, man. Eight, five, uh, almost two. Scarlett is our youngest girl. And She's two already. She'll be two in February. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And then we just had a little boy. He's uh, about how old's the boy? Almost two months. So now, is it true? Like, because I don't have kids, but every parent I know goes, "You don't sleep when you have." No, well, you don't. Depends on the child. It depends on the kid, yeah, and it depends on the night. Some nights are good, some nights are bad. You know, with me, it's my my wife. You know, she's the she. You know, she's up with the baby. I, I, I she pretty much takes care of that. Yeah. She don't she don't sleep much, but. She does a great job. I mean, yeah. but I mean, if Scarlett, you know, if she's awake and she's crying upstairs, you know, I'm the one I got to go take care of that because she's got the baby, my wife. Oh, so, right. You know, you just you got to work together, man. It's it's you know. Yeah, it's a team effort. It's a team effort, man. It really is. But so here's the here's what I want to tell people too. I go over to uh, Paul's house one time for a barbecue, and uh, he had his like I forget how old your two older daughters were at the time I think like five and three probably yeah but you had them doing like all these impressions like (laughs) and they had the voices down and and it was hysterical and I couldn't stop laughing that you got to these little kids where they were like they could do these impressions and and they started entertaining everybody and we loved it dude we entertain each other all the time dancing in the kitchen and I got all these different characters that I do for them and they're always asking me to to you know do, do this voice or be up? this person yeah and, and I'll then go you on. crack up when they oh, crack yeah. up and my wife's looking at me like are you still in that character <laughs> walking around the house being I got this black lady that I do you know and you know it's just the, the way it is her name's Paula Queen yeah Paula Queen coming at you girl mm? 
Yep. And I'll just go on and on and on and on and on and on. And the girls laugh and my wife's like, okay. That's enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but you fun. love the dad uh, life. Dude, dad life. See, that's, you're like me. Like, I feel like me and you almost have like a childlike innocence where we're still kind of immature. Yeah. Where we can just crack Absolutely. up. At the littlest stop. Oh, absolutely. And have a blast. You have to. And, like, when I, um, uh, in, in my neighborhood, when I, like, play basketball with the kids or something, I always, like, do mess with them. Yeah. And, like, just joke around with them and stuff. And yeah. they, they, they're like, what? This, is this an adult or not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to take it. You got to be careful, though, man, because, you know. It can't, you know, all of a sudden they think you're, you're, you know, their friend. No, that's the thing. Then, I tell them that. Yeah, then it's like, you know, you got to draw that line, you know. They got to know when to turn it off and, and you know, and the, respect you. And stuff, yeah, so. Of course, that's a big thing. And then uh, I also want to talk about, we have some legendary, that I don't think we I've told yet, high school stories with our group of friends. There's too many. There is too many. Know. Is there one that, like... Uh, comes to mind Alex always tells the story about me pooping on myself <laughs> uh, well I guess that <laughs> yeah that's a good one yeah uh, I almost feel like Alex should tell that how, but I don't even know how oh that was at the gas do you know station, what my right? favorite yeah. yeah should I tell that uh, <laughs> it doesn't really embarrass me well I guess so so I, I feel like I can't tell it funny so I'm gonna let Alex tell it at a later date but my favorite story is Alex telling Michael, our friend Mike is like a, a little bit Sicilian, I think. <laughs> and when he was 14, Alex was smart enough. He knew Mike loved the Sopranos to tell him that they were auditioning a young teenager to be like part of the Sopranos in the gang. <laughs> so Mike has his mom go out and take him to get headshots. And then yeah. they ask. I never Alex, heard this. You never heard this? No. And then Mike asks, or Alex goes over to Mike's house, and Mike's mom goes, "Hey, we just got headshots taken. <laughs> Are you? Where did you see that online? I can't find this." And Alex said he just burst out laughing in front of his mom. Dude, that's rough. Isn't that rough? That's rough. Oh man. I don't know. I think my favorite, some of our favorite times were the raps we used to do too. Oh, dude, that em that kind of embarrasses me. But I wasn't. Well, of course, it's not like we were actually we were pursuing. You know, yeah, we weren't pursuing it. We but we just, used to love like partying. Yeah. And uh, a lot of partying. And rapping. <laughs> and it's it sounds so embarrassing now, but we loved it, man. Yeah, we were immature. Whatever. And the uh, we just had a, a blast of good times. We used to hang out at Spring Valley Park all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, I don't we think would... I'm, a, I'm really supposed to be there anymore. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> There's, there, was a, there was a fire. Um, <laughs> there were some other things that happened, but, you know. Was it like one of those uh, uh, forest fires that happened in California? <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was uh, a bathroom fire. You know? Well, remember, too, when we threw the party in Wendell Strait Park... Oh my god. We gosh. had a bonfire going. That was the bash. Our our senior year we had a party for everybody called the Bash at the Beach and like Maybe we shouldn't be saying this. Are we get in trouble still for No, that? it's oh, okay. we're, we're we've been out of high school 13 years. We're old <laughs> bastards, man. Uh, <laughs> uh So, we started a bonfire in like the middle of the woods and we had a big party with Maybe like, we had the string 
tied to one tree that like you you would walk down the path going into the woods and you it was at night it. so you had to we had people you had to hold on to the yeah, string right because people didn't know the woods like we did yeah and it would lead them back to where we were and uh that was actually pretty genius it we was had, like block we had all the the it blocked off so you couldn't see the fire yeah from, like, so the, we put like uh tube or plywood on the tree so you couldn't see the fire but somebody saw the fire it be it became a huge party like there was probably 300 or 400 people there <laughs> And Maybe 30 or 40, but we'll add an extra zero. Dude, <laughs> there was at least 70, because I think 30 people lot. got underage drinking yeah, violations that night. There was a lot. But so... I had just left. Like, it, literally just left. Yeah, that's the what they came. all say, snitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just left. Uh, the cops let me go. <laughs> I got out early on release, you know. Well, they, good, I, good they, time. they told me, you know, you tell us where they are and we'll let you go. So, I know. home I went. But... And, but so I, uh, the cops end up coming. Somebody, one of the neighbors that was in a neighborhood close by calls the police. Yeah, because there were kids parking in the neighborhood nearby and then walking. And it was like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, it was late. But so the, the, <laughs> they must have seen the fire, too, because the cops and the, the in our little town where nothing goes on, they, they grabbed a fire truck and, like, drove it into the woods yeah. to put out a bonfire. Yeah. And they chased everybody out. And People they chased everybody the out. And I ran to my house, and uh, I'll always love my mom. For, I thought that I heard the cops, and I started running with Tony Lee and Ted Yee. Yeah. But so the cop came to my house, and he said, hey, your son's car is outside of this. You're going to, uh, can you call? Or the cop tried to come into my house, and I was upstairs sleeping in my room. And my mom uh, told the cop, no, you can't come in nice yeah so i always love my mom for that like she <laughs> held it down yeah for me at, at that point dude but that's one of my favorite stories you know i'm starting to realize just trying to think back man i, I my, my brain is shot dude i can't remember <laughs> any really really good well, you stories remember that one i remember that you one. just forgot the part where you snitched on everything. yeah every time someone brings something up i feel like i remember a little bit here and there or all but man there's just Dude, we were always getting into trouble. Yeah, always getting into trouble. Always running from the police. Oh, dude, the one time I remember we were at Spring Valley, and everything always happened at Spring Valley. But remember uh, Mike had the Taurus? Yeah, like the cop car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the one night we were waiting for him at Spring Valley, and it was like dusk. Like, it just got, like, getting dark. And, and you're uh, not supposed to be there after dark. We weren't supposed to be there yeah. after dark. So this Ford pulls up. And I think it's Mike, and I'm looking at the headlights. I can't see who's in the driver's seat and the passenger oh. seat. And I throw my arms up, and I start doing, like, you know, our stupid signs and stuff. I'm like, what's up? You know, cursing at him stuff. I run up, and I jump up onto the bumper and no, jump off. No, you did not. Yeah, because I thought it was Mike. Oh, my goodness. Well, here, the doors swing open, and, and it's two detectives. Oh, from my wrong. <laughs> it was hilarious. I mean, we didn't did get... Did you get in trouble for that? I, no, I didn't. I think one of... I think... Uh, Tony had something on him, but they just gave him like a, a citation. So I always tell my little brother just went to college, right? And the one thing I told him, I was like, if cops ever come, just run. Don't yeah. listen to any. If they tell you to stay, just run. Yeah. Never listen to them. Unless you're not, you know, if you're not doing anything wrong, I mean, you know. Yeah, maybe that's the a good other. Point. Or you, you just stand still. Maybe they won't see you once everyone else runs, and then you just kind of. Or wear camo. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's great, dude. What about to the, uh, what are you doing, you know, we talked about this before, 
and uh, I hope you're comfortable talking about this, but we talked about like helping people and how it makes us feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you told me something that like warms my heart. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, see, I love my job and I love my life and everything like that. But and I was just telling, I was saying that, uh, you know, it's really true that regardless of the things that you might have or the good job you might have, if there's a, a desire on your on your heart or in your spirit to, to do something to help people, I think that overtakes anything that you might have. Like I was saying to you, I love my job, I love my family, but if I have an opportunity to start something to help people who are in like addiction yeah. or help, because you know, based off of pretty much what we were just talking about, yeah. you know, growing up in that lifestyle and through that and then into your 20s and stuff, you know, I've been through a lot myself and but being able to help people through that, having experienced that and just lead them, you know, to, to sobriety, you know, I would, I would leave my job in a second if I could start something up to help, yeah. you know, men, well, men too, or addiction or, you know, whatever. You got young kids now and maybe now's not a perfect time, but maybe in the future you can exactly. always still do that and that can always be a, a future goal for you. Yeah, man, I do. I always think about that. Do you ever, like, um, I think too, and I was telling you this, because of how a lot of people are socially awkward, yeah. you know, and you're not, and you are a re a self-aware, reasonable guy. So I feel like nice. you can give people valid advice right. and valid life instruction mm -hmm. that maybe a lot of other people can't. Sure. And, uh, also too, whatever it is, there's something about people that are reformed or changed how they lived that really makes a good person, complete yeah. person. And yeah. don't get me wrong, with any group of people, there's always going to be some bad in there. Sure. And uh, but from what my experience, everybody I meet, uh, you know, that's like you, like me, they seem to be great people. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think that, like you're saying, like the experience of the bad that you find in yourself, you know, if you're willing to admit it, you know, work through it, and either get rid of it or, you know find a way to just keep it, keep it, you know, to help people with yeah. it too, you know, like change it and around, wonder, whatever your bad experiences have been, like you could be through, could have been through abuse, you know, don't yeah. hold on to the fact that you were abused once, go help people, first help yourself, get yourself yes. right, yes. get your mind right, figure it out, deal with it, forgive, talk to somebody about it, yeah. don't, don't keep it bottled up, yeah man, and then, and then, you know, I think that all bad things that have happened to people can be used for good to, to help someone else, yeah. but first you gotta help yourself, you gotta get your mind right first in order to help Without someone else, a doubt. you know, and, uh, you know, even I was telling people, I said, the most important thing on your journey is forgiving yourself for your past mistakes. Absolutely. Because I know I'm not the only one, but I got some mistakes in my life that I would do anything to take back. Sure. But at the same time, it's happened, it's done, and I've forgiven myself for it. But I feel like that's probably why I'm a good person today. And maybe it happened, the part of the reason I forgive myself for it is because I feel like maybe it was supposed to happen. Sure. Uh, and that way, that's the reason why I'm a good person today because I forgive myself for it, but there's a little bit of guilt there. And yeah. when I, uh, help people, it erases all that. Right. And Cause you're taking what was bad. Yeah. You know, you're taking the bad thing that you did and though it might've been something bad and let's say it wasn't, you know, 
something that as you look back you say maybe i wish i didn't do that but how can you change that into something that now can be positive you know right what i mean you know so de definitely do and we were saying like the past doesn't really like in all reality the past doesn't exist what exists is today right the past exists to help you learn from your experiences you know other than that to dwell on the past and i made that mistake a lot right. uh in the in the beginning you yeah. know and uh it I just dwelled on the past nonstop, and I felt so bad and ashamed. Right. And luckily, I worked through that, and uh, you you got to forgive yourself. You do, and you got to forgive others, too. Yes, because, you know, that's a big part, all too. All that, you know, anger and frustration towards other people, and subliminally, you don't realize it, but it's in there. Yeah. And, you know, it, it just destroys you, you yeah. know? So if you can get to a place of forgiving yourself, forgiving others, and... You know, not letting your past be anything but a, a, a strong learn, point, yeah. a learning experience, man. You move, you know, I, I think it was like Will Smith, man. He, says, he talks about failure all the time and how important it is. Yeah, he's a good guy. You know, like, yeah, he's got a lot of good motivational, uh, like motivational speak, you know, whatever. Do you know what else, too? Like, um, I feel like we were talking about uh, organized religion. Yeah. And, you know, because... We're not perfect, and, and I can be a hypocrite sometimes, too. I feel like you kind of have to give a little leeway. But I want to tell you this story because I think it's funny. I was going to a church, right? And uh, the pastor put a, video, a, t a, a picture up on the screen, yeah. and it was in India, and it was a picture of people sitting around uh, like a, a projector, yeah. and he was on the projector. And it looked so Photoshopped. But they emailed him and told him that they were watching his sermons. Yeah. And he sent him a bunch of money and he told us this. And he, like, believed that they were watching it. Now, I don't know if it was me being cynical, me. But to me, the picture looked fo so photoshopped. I said, they probably found every pastor and just sent him. Yeah. Do you think? <laughs> so, what, you think that they, 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 they just, with the money that was It was like the Nigerian really... prince. Right. You know? <laughs> so, what, they... He was I, he acting really, like he went there? No, he really thing? sent them money. No, so this is the thing, right? They s emailed him or got in touch with them somehow. And they said, hey, we're listening to your sermons. They're, they're really doing a lot for us group. You know, it's a Hindu country. Right. But, uh, you know, people are becoming Christians because of your sermons. Right, right. So they sent him a picture of a group of, like, ten people sitting around a, like, movie screen projector. Right. And on the movie screen was him. Oh, okay. But it wasn't a video of people watching him. It was a picture. And on the projector, it just kind of looked like they took something else off and right. put him on it. Because he was, like, stretched out a little bit. Yeah. And I I was sitting in the church that day. I go, oh, my God, this guy believes that people in India are actually listening to him. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. They might have been. Yeah, who knows? You never know. But I was crap. That little stuff like that makes me laugh. Yeah. And sometimes I think I am a little bit too cynical. Yeah, man. You can't, like, I've learned within the church, man. Like, the church does great things. They really do. But, you know. What what you you're looking to to God? You're looking to Christ. You're not looking to it's man, a human to a pastor. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. A, the pastor is supposed to lead the church and do a good job at it. But ultimately, as an individual, man, like you you, because that's what happens. People 
get turned away. Yes. And they get spiteful and angry because of, you know, look what's happening in the Catholic Church. Yeah. You know, look what's... And, and things like that have happened in evangelical churches as well. Oh, like, yeah. All, that, all, all, you know, all religions. Pastors that, you know, the church I was in in People Florida... People abuse their power. The pastor had to step down because he was having an affair. You know, and how, what do you think that does to people who put so much hope in who they see you to yeah. be? But you're looking at the wrong thing when you're looking at a man, when you're right, looking at the right. pastor. The only one we look to is Christ. Yeah. You know, so it's it's interesting to, it sucks when, when those kinds of things like happen or you have to question, you know, everything just by faith and by, you know, trust in, when it comes to money and everything like that, I mean, ultimately what it's about is, is your money helping other people yeah and if you don't trust the church with your money well then go do something else with it where you know it's going like right. like me and my wife we want to start something where we actually get a group of people together and we go and shop together yeah. for like a soup house that's or like, awesome for like the land yeah. so you all get together you all go yeah. to the grocery you bring the kids you know you get to teach the kids like we're not shopping for ourselves right yes. now we're shopping for other people go you guys go get the beans you guys go get the right so now you're doing something with your money you know if maybe you have that lack of trust for where it's going through the church well, there's so much you can do with it right right you know because i think sometimes that turns into an excuse to not you know tithe or whatever but anyway oh, we could go on yeah on. exactly i want to get to this next point uh i just want to talk about my i know you don't watch football but these are my nf last week i went two and six uh-huh so I thought maybe I picked too many teams. One, I don't gamble. I just like looking at the spreads and picking a team based on that. Okay. So, and then like during the week I'll watch it. But I went two and six. Uh, again, I don't recommend gambling. These these are computer geniuses from MIT that set these computers up to pick the lineup and yeah. stuff. So anybody who tells you they broke even is lying. <laughs> but... These are my picks. I think it's a fun thing to do. Don't follow them because I'm a dummy. Uh, I got Tampa Bay plus three. Buffalo plus ten. Any any team that's uh, plus ten, unless they're playing the Rams, I like it a lot. Uh-huh. And Philly minus three. And yeah. I did pick the Rams last night uh, or on Thursday night. They blew out um, the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, I, I'm... I'm a little bit concerned. I went to the Eagles game last week, Paul. Yeah. And watching the game on TV is just so much better. It was pouring rain. It was freezing cold. Yeah. I went, me and Brandon, you know, went, and uh, I still, like, in the third quarter, I was free. I wore, like, a North Face, like, not a puffy jacket, though, like a rain jacket. Yeah. But eventually, after getting poured on, it started seeping through. Absolutely. And I was like, I got to get it out of here. It to be miserable. Yeah. Especially with TVs nowadays, man. It's like you're TVs there anyway. are so good. Um, I got a couple mail-in questions. Uh, I was hoping Paul could help me answer them. All right. Uh, question one. I want to get plastic surgery for my dog. It's a lot of money. Can you give me any advice? I was thinking about maybe, you know, a little Botox, lipo, maybe breast implants. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Who sent this in? <laughs> oh my gosh! Andy from Hong Kong. Oh well, that's why. What is that? Why is They're that? They're marrying dogs in Hong Kong. <laughs> they are. <laughs> it's legal. You legally marry Wait, your animal in Hong Kong. Maybe, now. maybe that's the separation 
between mainland China is, and Hong Kong is mainland China eats the dogs and Hong, and Hong Kong, Kong wants them. to marry them. Yeah, I well, think that is it. Andy, in America, that sounds like a problem, man. <laughs> it sounds like you want your dog to be your girlfriend. Yo. Oh, I wonder if the dog's a male or a female. I don't know. Can you respond back to him? Because this is an interesting question. So, isn't this wild, though? This is on my Twitter. Somebody sent this in. <laughs> Do you believe that, fool? Oh, my gosh. But uh, my best advice on this, Andy, would be talk to a psychologist. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have that in China? I think so, yeah. It's probably just some guy that quotes Confucius lines. Right. You know? <laughs> um, but I want to get plastic surgery for my dog. It's a lot of money. Can you give me advice? Andy from Hong Kong. Um, yeah, I mean, Botox for your dog? No. Breast implants for your dog? Maybe. <laughs> How would that work? Are they dragon? Lipo for your dog? Where? Where? Know. Where? Where would that even? Where would you even be doing all that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a dog plastic surgeon. <laughs> I think that's your first step is finding a you know a dog plastic surgeon to do it. Do they even have those? I mean, I'm sure in China, if you got money, they got anything. I'm gonna look it up. What dog plastic surgeons? Yeah. Well, there's dog surgeons. So dog they... liposuction or dog? What was it? Liposuction. Dog. <laughs> no, Google dog breast implants. Okay. <laughs> Type in breast augmentation because that's like the technical term for it. It's not, nothing's coming no, up. No, no, no. This is the first search probably for dog breast implants. I bet you it's not. A Very brief history of breast enlargement? No, doggy day dreams breast augmentation removal of implants. No, that's something else. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Images. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's done this before. That is a, a weird thing, Andy, man. The, the only thing I can recommend is that, you know, maybe, um, you know, we're the human species and uh, homo sapien yeah. is the technical term. Yeah. And uh, no, it doesn't mean what you think it means. It's just a way of classifying us as a people. I know, Homo sapien tripped me up a couple times, too, in the past. <laughs> but it's a tricky, you know? And uh, I think it's... Um, I wouldn't recommend spending your money... Listen, send your money to me. I'll take care of it for you. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be in a good home. And uh, that's about it, you know? You got anything else you want to add to anything? I can't. I don't know what to say to that. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I wonder what he feeds his dog. You think he feeds him human food? Or, Absolutely. Probably or do they both... the table with him. It's like Lady and the Tramp, I bet you, yep. him and his dog. Yeah, they, they share the... Share a uh, plate of spaghetti. The, the pasta together, oh, and they come together. And that's disgusting. Yeah. That's weird. All right, here's my next uh, mail-in question. Uh, I stopped watching the NFL... Because of concussions and because of Colin Kaepernick not supporting our troops. Huh. I will, 
you know, don't agree with disrespecting people and the flag. I cut off all, I burn all my Nike clothes. Now I'm naked. <laughs> what? Oh, you're getting messed Dude, with, this, man. Is this the same guy from China? No, no, no. This is uh, Mary from Brooklyn. Oh, my gosh. Well, dude, that's... Whatever. You can singly protest the NFL if you want, but I don't think that that's going to do anything. You might as well just keep watching football. Here's the problem, right? <laughs> what... I was I saw like uh, on social media people saying, "Oh, Nike, you lost a big customer." And I was like, "You idiots. Nike, you are not a big customer to Nike." Yeah. You are the opposite. They don't care about you. Right. And uh, you're dumb. It's dumb. I saw that I saw a thing that was good. It was like, "Why don't you take your Nike shoes and donate them or something?" You're going to go burn them and you think you're like a, a good person or whatever right. you your thought is. You, it's a, a sense of protest. Right. I don't know, dude. People sometimes. And you know, you're like me. I hate getting into politics. Yeah. Because I think like it's just very divisive. It is. And if you look at Ireland, like Belfast, this is exactly what happened in Belfast. You know, they had two groups and they just kind of, oh, yeah. the Catholics and the, the uh, Church of England. Yeah. And that whole but it was, it, it, everything was a reaction to a previous thing that happened, and right. then it ended up people blowing each other up. Right. Dude, if the, guy, if the guys kneel, whether or not I agree with it, it doesn't matter. It's their right. Because they have a right to kneel if they, they want to kneel, because that's also why the soldiers that go to war died, to give you the right to protest. They're not, I don't think what they're saying is like, burn the flag they're not and, you know and it i hate america me. and all that they're protesting something that they're trying to make awareness to something that they're you know that it, they're concerned about and they have the power to do that because they they're on the world stage yeah so that's what they're doing and you know? uh mary we don't mean to offend you but uh you know when you get in like this politics thing both sides twist stuff to make it the story they want it to be yeah you know so just like um Colin Kaepernick, you know, is protesting the flag. Mm -hmm. He doesn't mean disrespect. He's just trying to bring something to people's attention that he feels is wrong. Right. And I'm, you know, I don't even want to get into that because I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I don't know everything. I don't know all the facts. I don't like speaking on something not intelligently. Yeah. Uh, but. Well, and you know what she can do is stand up for the for the uh, anthem. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't agree with it, okay, well, then you stand, and people are going to kneel, and there's something going on in our country that they're trying to make, you know, aware of. Now, when is that going to stop? I don't know. That's yeah. kind of an interesting thing, too, because it's progressed since last season, right? I don't... They've I know. I think it, it hasn't, but they... Um, is it, like, fading off now? Are they kind of... It's, fa it's fading off a little bit. People are standing again, you know? Yeah. I think the whole Cowboys team kneeled last season didn't they at one well point? i think all the teams kneeled besides you know, the eagles for a week right but um but, you know i mean the weird thing about it is uh people only care about their own issues yeah and they act like they don't but you know people care about this flag thing because it's not what they think is acceptable you mm. know or it's not what they would do or they like and it, it like blows people's minds that right. somebody thinks differently than them like they are always right 
right. and people that oppose them are always wrong. Yeah. Which, Mary, I got to tell you, I don't know if burning your clothes uh, affects Nike. No, it doesn't. You already bought them. And I think it's dangerous to do it while it's on your body. Yeah. And you know what? That would be quite a protest. For Halloween. I'm going to burn myself. Somebody did with it. With all of my Nike things on. Yeah. <laughs> but for Halloween, I was thinking I'm going to wear, like, uh, all Adidas sweatsuit. And I'm going to put, with Adidas shoes, and I'm going to put a protest Nike guy. Like a sign on my shirt that says yeah. protest Nike guy. By just wearing Adidas? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Mary, I want, I mean, I guess it depends on how good you look naked, really, oh is the God. point I'm getting at. Mary's like, 87. She lives in it, She uh, does Alabama. live in Brooklyn. No, she lives in Brooklyn. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, but you never know. There's some uh, horrible-looking people in Brooklyn, There's so. Some, horrible-looking people everywhere, <laughs> yeah. really. But uh, I was in Brooklyn the other day, and I saw, a, it was torrential downpour. Mm-hmm. I saw a 70-year-old woman. On a, on a motorized scooter wearing a poncho. And she got mad at a car and flipped it off, flipped off the person in the car. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Well, dude, I mean, any city, man, you're going to... I love the city for half... That's half the reason I love going to the city. Yeah, I do. It's just seeing all the... Man. Creatures. The stuff that... Yeah. <laughs> Creatures. The stuff that you just wouldn't see in the suburbs, man. But New York is different than Philly, because, like, New York, there's some people that have, like, never left their neighborhood. Right. And, like, Philly's smaller, so people get out a little bit more, I think, and you don't have to, you know, pay money to cross a bridge or anything, you know? Yeah. So, but New York is, uh, man, it's some neuro- it's some goofy people out there. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I've Honestly, I've never been to this New York City. I'm ashamed to say it, but it's three hours away. It's less. Two hours. Yeah. Hour and a half, if whatever. you want at five o'clock traffic, it's three. Yeah. I've but, never uh, been there. Yeah, you should come. You should go with me sometime. I've definitely been to Philly. All right. I. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have. Uh, I, I on my Twitter, I sent in. I asked people to send in a joke of the week, and uh, the the I said write a joke about self driving cars because that's like the new thing. It was like a hot topic and stuff, you know. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to read one, you read one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, jeez. I don't get to proofread it. I just got to go for no, it. No, you can, you, can, you can decide if you don't want to okay. read it. No, that's fine. I got you. I'm in. Self-driving cars. So the first one, and this is from John from Cincinnati. The danger of self-driving cars is... Who locks the car for you when you ride by the homeless? Oof. That wasn't a good one, John. No. No. No reaction. All right, you read the other one. It's from Tom from Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette. I'm into self-driving cars, but who turns down the rap music when you ride past the bus stop? (laughs) I guess Tom's white. Oh, who turns man. down the music when you ride past the bus stop? Well, that was the a very good music. one, Tom. It was racist, but it was good. All uh, right, here's another one. Uh, this one is from John in Cincinnati again. Wow. So he says, the coolest thing about self-driving cars is they figured out a foolproof 
way to test them. You put an Asian person in the driving seat and see if it'll stay in one lane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you put him John, in a parking lot. You, you know? redeemed yourself, man. You redeemed yourself. That was a good one, man. Oh my gosh. And is it, you know, hey, it's not even like you're not being racist when you say that kind of thing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of times where, you know, people Asians get offended. Are a little bit, uh, you know difficult behind the wheel that's yeah. all you know listen there's bad and good with everybody irish people we're a little bit like drunks a uh, little bit yeah and I'd uh, say so. we're not that intelligent well yeah we're well spoken though you know how to talk to people it's called crack they call it crack in ireland because i'm just, sure a lot of irish are loving your uh opinions well, listen, on being irish that, it's the negatives it's the negatives dr- it's yeah. not just the pot no i got the you. positives are very loving very people. Very good loving, good looking. Yeah. yeah. Very good looking. Very Irish. pale. Yeah. That's, pale. that's. Yeah, they get sunburned like. You pale is, is the new sexy. Yeah. I, I hope. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's gotta be because everybody's inside. Nobody when you're as white anymore. as me. Jeez. Uh, but you know, you, uh, you Asians are great at math. <laughs> you're good at math. This is true. Hey, I mean, you know, what are you, <laughs> what are you going to do? You, there's not much you can do. Get an Asian tutor. Yeah. yeah. What about Cosby? Cosby. Oh, yeah. The Cos. Uh, poor guy. Do you know what's weird? Anytime somebody is, like, on a moral high ground, like, yeah. Cosby used to put down all the comedians. Right. And say, oh, you're, you're, the black comedians, he would say, oh, you're saying the N-word too much. Or, right. like, other comedians, he would be like. Well, he was person. clean. That's why. Cosby yeah, tried to be clean, you know. Yeah, that, I got to tell you, too. And I think. There are some comics that are, are very funny, clean. And Cosby was before our generation, but yeah, everybody who I look up to says he was hysterical. Yeah. He Have you ever seen some of his stand-up? I've never seen any oh, of his stand-up. you gotta watch Cosby stand-up. It's good. It's good. It's clean, and it's, like, funny. Like, he's just... He takes. He's a good I comedian. remember he watching the Huck. What was the? Was it the Huxtables? The Cosby Show. The Cosby Show. Yeah. yeah. So I remember watching that as a kid, and that he was hysterical in that. Yeah, he was funny. He's a funny guy. I mean, he. You know, kids say the darndest things. Remember that show? That was more our times. When oh, he that was him. Young kids. Yeah, yeah, And they would yeah. sit. You know, they all oh, had good wow. personalities. They would. He was the like the that, '90s Steve Harvey. Dude, he was fun. He was good. He, he was, was huge. Funny. But I don't know. When with everything going on with him, man, you don't. You know. But, Who knows? I don't know. Who know? You know, only he knows, and they know if if what, and you what's know, going on is true. I or, tend to wonder if that lazy eye is good, like if he can see out of it. Because I saw blind. that, I saw that girl. Man, you bro. gotta be blind. <laughs> he's blind, bro. It's not just a lazy eye. I don't think they work. Like he's blind. I don't know. Like, I think he played that up in the court. That's what all the mob bosses used to do when they like figured out La Cosa Nostra. The the mo- <laughs> the bosses were like blind. eighty year old, but they were gangsters, you know. Right. And they would show up to court and they would have their doctor with them. Or Kane. Yeah. Remember yeah. the Sopranos when Junior yeah. Soprano goes to the court and the doctor is like, "Yeah, he's senile," he, but he really was starting to be senile, and then right. he shoots Tony. Right. Dude, I don't know, Bill. I'm sorry. I feel bad. What you about? Know? But I, I at feel the same bad time, for, like I, feel, I, feel, I would feel bad if he's innocent, but you don't know. Like I'm not. I, mean, I don't I think he's innocent. The case at I don't all. Think like he's I didn't innocent. follow it at all. But for that many people to come out and say yeah, the same yeah, thing, yeah. I mean, but there would I have was, to be some reason, reasonable conspiracy, trying to get him in jail. Which I don't, he hasn't been doing anything for years. He's blind. So 
I mean, are you a big conspiracy guy? Yeah. So am I. Yeah. But I, I, there's one that doesn't add up to me. If there's one that doesn't add up to me, it's the Cosby one. But I heard a couple of my friends. They were like, Cosby was about to buy NBC, which Comcast owns, which is shocking to me, because uh, Comcast makes money on NBC off of a couple shows that have been very Saturday Night Live and uh, what's the other one they did? Tina Fey. Oh, uh, Have you watched Saturday Night Live? Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. Everything's so political. It is. When I do comedy, it bo- like some. It used to be in comedy, like nobody talked politics. Right. Just John Stewart, Dick Gregory. Certain guys. Would, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Certain yeah. people on SNL would do always do the political stuff because. But they it could, was it was like you know. it was like funny. That when they do political stuff now, it's almost depressing. Right. You're like. Like they they get on a they moral go high ground. Yeah, too sometimes or whatever. But. but but I can't watch. I I mean I can watch it, but I just don't think it's funny anymore because they're just trying to be so political. Right. And politics, like when Will Ferrell did the George Bush impression, hysterical. Hysterical, absolutely. When Norm Macdonald did Bob Dole, hysterical. Yeah. But now, now Baldwin doing the uh, uh, Trump, I thought was funny. Yeah. But now it's just like it's not a joke. There's no punchline or anything anymore. Well, they they need to find too. Like uh, you know, they used to have skits that the reoccurring skits. Like the Celebrity yes. Jeopardy's great. You know, yeah. with Will Ferrell, and they stole that, and it's not as know, good anymore. Sean Connery, yeah, and, that know. was amazing. <laughs> and Farley, here's the thing: they used to have superstars. I know Adam Sandler, Farley, Norm Macdonald is like one of my heroes. Yeah. And they they also even back in the day Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy superstar I mean, Chris Rock yeah nowadays it's kind of like corny it's just kind of corny it is it's like funny like oh yeah well, okay. I think then, more yeah. like theater people got involved in comedy because maybe they weren't getting paid off movies right. and mm-hmm. this is a, a reaction to that but you know. You can't argue with Lorne Michaels' track record for picking people that are funny, but I just don't think people are funny uh, on that show anymore. Yeah. Tracy Morgan, remember when he did the uh, animal guy? Animal guy, no. Uh, well, it was hysterical. I forget, <laughs> I, I forget what it was even called. Ladies' man? Oh, the ladies' man. Yeah, yeah it is the ladies' man. man. Yeah, I remember that, that's one. Nasty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, about the end. Oh, remember that? <laughs> they did a whole movie on Ladies Man. Yeah, that was a bad movie. Though. Yeah, a couple Saturday Night Live, live movies were bad. But that's the thing: if you have a skit that that's good, you make actually make a movie about it. That just shows you that they they don't make any movies anymore about any no. SNL skits. No, they don't. You know, Tina Fey was funny though. I liked her. Yeah, she's good. And uh, the um, are you watching anything on Netflix? Not right now. We. I almost got through uh, Breaking Bad. I know that's kind of old. No, I liked it though. But I, it wasn't I, as good as I didn't as get the all Sopranos. the way through it. And then the same thing with Game of Thrones. I got like season five on that, and I haven't gotten through that. And I know that's HBO or whatever. But everybody's been obsessed with this Ozark show, and I don't, I don't like know. it. I don't even know what's it about. Well, it's about a guy who's a, an accountant, and his partner's a drug dealer and robs his connect. And the connect comes back and kills him and tells the new account he has to take place of the no, drug. So it's just another drug Yeah, crime it's, it's like Breaking Bad, Breaking but Bad. accounting version instead of science version, yeah. you know. But it, it's bad. I don't know. It's Dude, they need good comedy is what they need anymore. I'm telling you. 
it's not it's hard to find good comedy anymore do you know what I was watching uh, on Netflix you would love it and now it's inappropriate for the family well yeah but that's what I mean most of it is yeah it's a British TV show it's called Norse and it's like Vikings but they kind of like it's a it's a spoof you know it's like Men in Tights Robin Hood Men in Tights right I love that stuff and you would love it there's a good one too I forget what it's called it's a movie though but it's about like these vampires I forget what it's called and, Twilight. Uh, it's hilarious. No. <laughs> yes, that's it. Oh my gosh. Anything you want to close out with, Paul? Um, no. Thanks for having me on. This is awesome, dude. Keep doing what you're doing, and I hope you'll come uh, on again, dude. Man. I'd love to come on again. Like, you know, I, anytime, any, anytime you want, just let me know, and we'll come on, and I'll, uh, you know, maybe get some stuff of my own if you want. If you want me to find some stuff or well I mean see if you can reach out to Andy from Hong Kong I'll send in some jokes for you (laughs) see if you can reach out to Andy in Hong Kong and see what's up with that man I'm about to call the Pete on his ass (laughs) (laughs) alright everybody thank you for listening I appreciate it if you made it this far this was episode 12 you know uh just have a good time enjoy yourself enjoy this beautiful fall weather the the summer was miserable but there were all the rain but today is perfect godspeed have a good one